to the Pod Fast Foodcast, a podcast about fast food. I'm Ryan. I'm Steven. And in this show, each week, we go to a different fast food location, and we try one menu item, and then we review it. So where do we go this week, Steven? Back to Big Papa. What? Back to the Johns. We're doing Papa D's again. Yes. At well, my behest. Just, just one this time. At my behest. We're doing Papa Dig again. You well, liked them last time. At my behest, because I don't like Papa John's. Fair. That's fair. And we're doing a limited time item, and I was skeptical. I it wouldn't say that I didn't think this was going to be good, but I applied a healthy amount of skepticism the moment that we started to get into what is actually the filling on this thing. <laughs> and I feel like I was slightly railroaded into picking what uh, we were going to be doing. That's okay. We'll get into that later. Cool ranch yeah, flavored, cool ranch flavored papadillas. Whoa! What is in this? Please explain. Okay, so just for a refresher, in case you weren't if you, you weren't there for the papadilla episode, uh, the papadilla is kind of like a fold over style sandwich. So it's got a flat bread and then a bunch of toppings inside. There's different ones. When we did it originally, you had the like the pizza one that had like the pepperoni and cheese like crusted on the bread as well. Mm-hmm. And then I had like a buffalo or a, I think it was a barbecue chicken one. So it's like kind of a calzone, kind of a fold over. It's sort of in between. Yeah. And so this one, the Doritos Cool Ranch Papadilla, has bold ranch seasoning on the outside, so it's kind of coated in the in the Doritos seasoning. And then it's loaded with Doritos Cool Ranch flavor dressing, melty cheese, ripe tomatoes, onions, and then your choice of meat. This is where the railroading begins. Yeah. (laughs) We are never, on this podcast, going to get different flavored items and then share them so that we can each try different things. I felt, I felt that this was a clear and obvious case where we could do that. The way that the papadilla comes is, is that it's in, okay, you take a circular piece of bread, right? You fold it in half and then you cut it into two separate pieces. So you get two quarters effectively. So the three meat options are chicken, steak, and beef. Naturally, I thought we could try two of them. We would each get a papadilla and you, we would each get two quarters of one papadilla. I would have one chicken quarter and one steak quarter ryan would have one chicken quarter one steak quarter we got to ordering and it became very clear immediately that that was not going to happen for you that you were you you said that the beef and steak sounded unappetizing and that you were going to get chicken can i may i explain yes my perspective because i have three points and i would like to make them with no interruptions Number one. Well, here's the problem. We do a <laughs> podcast, so we do talk back and forth at each other. But I will... In this case, we will not be doing that. <laughs> well, okay. Number one. We There are two of us on this show. Currently. Irrelevant. There are three That's options. That's irrelevant. That whoa, makes whoa, no, whoa, whoa, whoa. That makes <laughs> no sense, dude. Irrelevant. Irrelevant. <laughs> How does that make any sense? I would prefer to have strong coverage on one of the options that I feel presents itself as the primary option. Strong coverage? What are you talking about? Versus weaker coverage over two of the three options. What what are you talking about? 
This isn't a case where the idea was you get a chicken one, I get a steak one. We both try them. No, wait, no, 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 no. wait. I would like to make my point. You get a chicken one, I get a steak one, and then we finish them. No, this was we both try both of them. Half. What are you talking by the, about? By the we time ate that I this. finished, well, let me explain. By we the time that this. I finished my entire papadilla, I felt like by the end I was having stronger revelations. And coming to a full conclusive point on what the chicken papadilla was. That seems completely constructed. I knew what I thought about this after one bite, like I do anything I've ever ate in my entire life. Number, what are you talking about? I need to eat a full foot-long sandwich in order to determine whether or not I like the sandwich or not? What are you talking about? Well, they about? don't sell one bites. They sell I, the whole sandwich. I, 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 need, I need to buy an order and eat an entire pizza in order to determine whether or not I like it. I can't just eat one slice. What's happening? They, you know, they, they used to say that in order to get the full flavor and enjoyment out of your food you have to chew it 50 times i'm doing a jerk off motion you can't see it number two in the marketing they appear to present the chicken papadilla as the primary example this is what this is what they're advertising with. awesome with my idea we would eat the chicken papadilla number three I thought the other one sounded gross, and I didn't want to get tomatoes on mine. <laughs> and so, the one, yeah, oh, yeah. You want to know what could have solved that? Getting no tomatoes on both. I didn't think you would ever have said yes to that. And in the moment, you did not offer that. And if you did, I may have said yes. I didn't offer that because exactly what I explained earlier, in which you only confirmed 10 seconds ago, which is that you made it abundantly clear that you thought that the steak and beef to you sounded unappetizing and that you were you were just getting the chicken one. You had already decided. I feel like you made all these points to just in a roundabout way ultimately say you decided you were just having the chicken one that day, which is fine, which I want to be clear. Is it? But this is what I don't like. This you see, you are misconstruing what my problem with this is. Yes, it's fine. Ryan, when it comes to food or whatever, get what you like. Like if that's if you this would have been so much easier and painless if you just said, I just wanted the chicken one. So on this week, I'm actually I'm reviewing a different menu item because I wanted to get a chicken sandwich. <laughs> it's our show. Okay. If you wanted to review a chicken sandwich, this was then a we joke. would do that. My what I'm saying is 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 that Doing this whole roundabout, like, I got to come up with reasons yeah, why yeah, we shouldn't yeah. do the split orders, that is nonsense. If you were just like, listen, I don't want to try the other ones. My preference is eating the chicken one. And that was it. And that was the whole story. We would have done that. Anyway, here's the order we ended up making. I'm sorry for getting so heated uh, to all of the listeners and to you, Ryan. I'm sorry. What we ended up getting was two chicken papadillas, one without tomatoes, one with tomatoes. Yep. How was it? Uh, I, you know, I don't think in the end any of this mattered because this was not good. <laughs> it was gross, and I do think that it was gross because I think that the chicken was gross. And I think it could have been better if it was steak or beef. I would push back against that because this is Papa John's and I would actually, I would say that they have less experience in making things with steak 
or beef. This is where I would push back. I don't think this was a Papa John's issue entirely. I don't think this tasted good with chicken. This had a, a like an almost school lunch esque quality to it. I was almost getting the vibe of chicken in like a not great uh, pre made chicken salad kind of vibe from it. It kind of looks like that, yeah. I did not care for this, and I really did not think that it played well with the other ingredients, whereas I think that steak particularly would have. Like, thinking back on the ingredients and getting back to that, a lot of their copy on their website was just not clear about what was on this. So, like, there's a main paragraph right on their front page that doesn't explain what the actual toppings are. It mostly leans into just the cool ranch angle of it. And then you start scrolling through, scrolling through, it's... It's unclear and it is kind of buried. And then once we got it, it's very underwhelming when you realize that the bulk of this thing is just chicken, onions, and tomatoes. In my case, sans tomato for you. That is doing the heavy lifting here. I don't think that just on its own that that is a very appealing combo. I think that that, that those flavors would have tasted better with steak. I could be wrong. Maybe it is just the Papa John's of it all. That was my takeaway. I definitely think that I think underwhelming is a great word for it because when we did the Papa D episode, we also talked about the expanse of flavors and options that you can get. And they're all, I don't want to call them complicated, but they're a little more complicated than this. You've got like a Philly cheesesteak. The barbecue chicken also has bacon on it. You've got the Italian, which has just Italian sub toppings on it. Meatball pepperoni, which obviously has sauce and cheese as well. Uh, this doesn't have about anything on it. And, I mean, it, it it's kind of, it, you know, it's focused on the seasoning on the outside and then the, the ranch, the flavored ranch on the inside, which is tough because I don't think that that was very good. Yeah, so, like, the inside, the, the, the flavor, like, the creaminess angle is coming from, like, the cheese plus sauce combo. There's not a lot of sauce on the inside. No. So on its own, a lot of the flavor ultimately is coming from that seasoned outside, which I will say did manage to replicate a Cool Ranch Dorito to a T. Now that is because this yeah. is a direct collab. So yes. it is it is just the seasoning that's on a Cool Ranch Dorito, one would assume. Now I would quickly, sidebar, like to make a comparison to the Cool Ranch Doritos Locos Tacos from Taco Bell which we haven't reviewed on the show, but I feel like we've mentioned the idea of the Doritos Locos Tacos before. Those are good. I think that they taste good. I think all around that is a winner of a menu item. But this tastes stronger and much more like a Cool Ranch Dorito, in my opinion. I agree. I do believe, and I don't want to get too specific on this. I don't know exactly. I know that at one point they changed the recipe for the Doritos Locos Taco, the Taco Bell. To make the flavor a little stronger. I don't know if they did that before or after they got rid of the Cool Ranch. So I would be curious about that. Well, so here would be... Here, here is why I feel this way. It's that mm. this has, you know, a lightly crisped texture. The, the papadilla, that is. But it's leaning hard on that seasoning on the outside. It's a lot of seasoning. In comparison, the Doritos Locos Tacos... It's a tortilla shell, like a hard shell taco that they say 
is replicating Dorito. It's not the same thing as a Dorito. The 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 chip itself to me is not a one-to-one recreation. It's a facsimile of an actual Dorito, but it's not quite the same. So you you run into a little bit of an uncanny valley. Now, the seasoning on there is lighter, and I feel like what they're ultimately trying to create is something that gives you a light seasoning experience from the chip, but I feel like they're trying harder to recreate the chip itself, and because it's not all the way there, it ends up in your mind creating this thing where it's like yeah this reminds me of doritos it's not a dorito and my brain knows it's not a dorito but it is a whisper of one the papadilla on the other hand because they're not trying to recreate the chip i feel like it ends up being an experience that conjures what it's like to eat a dorito more Yes. Because it doesn't have that barrier of like, oh, this isn't quite the real chip, is it? Blah, blah, blah. It's just like, oh, I'm just getting the flavor blast that the chip gives me. So ultimately, I think that it's more rewarding from the Cool Ranch replication perspective. Yeah. I I think that the, the, the season on the outside is pretty successful. What I think is not good is the dressing. So I didn't even think that the dressing was on the papadilla after eating it mm-hmm. until I really opened it up and looked in there and yeah. then it further confirmed by finding the more in-depth details on their website. It comes like all the papadillas with a side of dipping sauce mm-hmm. and the select one for this one is of course the cool ranch flavor dressing. So my, my first instinct is I dipped it in there, a, a pretty good dip. I got a lot on there and just went straight in for the bite. It, it was really strong and almost you, you a got little, flavor blasted. A little, it, it felt a little burnt. Just a, a very strong flavor. And it, it was very strange to me. And I did not think it was very good. And I, I kept coming back to it. And I, it did not get better. Mm. That is something that, you know, this is, we're going to keep comparing it to Taco Bell. Because, I mean, they're the other ones, the other young brands company that did the, the Doritos, you know, collaboration. That's pretty iconic. Pretty mm. memorable. They don't really have... A, a comparison for this this cool ranch flavor dressing they have of course their own you know expansive sauces the baja sauce chipotle sauce that they'll even put onto these things and they taste really good you know in conjunction so like i'll get you know i used to get before they got rid of the cool ranch shell the cheese gordita crunch and put in the cool ranch shell mm-hmm. and that plus you know their their baja or the baja sauce on there is really good this is a weird flavor <laughs> And you don't get a lot of that, that good pairing, you know, taste. It's just really strange. So it's, it, it's a cool ranch sauce. And like, I don't, I, maybe it is the double ranch quality mm-hmm. of it. It feels like they took ranch dressing and then mixed in the cool ranch seasoning. Yeah. And going double on that. So I kind of I kind of had like the uh, a little bit of a, the the uh, I, I got to where you landed in a bit of a curly cool manner. So I dipped it in there to begin with. I didn't go hard on it, and I had some, mm-hmm. and I was like, okay, this is like a flavored ranch sort of deal. Other places do this sort of thing. I thought I was like, oh, this is okay. The more I ate it, the harder I fell off of it, and I was like, <laughs> it became more sickly, and it, it it has a little bit of a nasty streak to it. And 
yeah, I, I'm I'm with you on the dip. That that is that is a very weak component of all this. I I think it is interesting that they don't refer to it in their description as a, a cool ranch flavored dip, but rather a cool ranch flavored dressing. Which I think I don't I don't know the exact semantics on the difference between a dip and a dressing. Well, it's probably just dressing because of like ranch dressing. Because of like ranch dressing, I just feel like it, that it feels a little stronger than than what I, what I, what I would conceive of as a dip. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And it's probably why there's not a lot on the the papadilla itself. My my other yeah. theory about that as to why there's not a lot of sauce on it. I don't know if this was true of yours because you didn't get tomatoes on it. Mine was very sloppy, and this contributed to the fact that I did not really care for this thing. It was sloppy because it was wet, and, like, tomatoes contain a lot of moisture. And this thing, it didn't, like, completely fall apart or anything, but you could just, like, feel it in the bread. Like, when we got those other ones, they retained their crisp very nicely. And we were very positive on the Papadillas. Uh, when when we got them, all, all all things considered, I know that you were slightly lower uh, lower on yours because of the filling, right? Yeah. But we we liked but we liked the form factor. Yes. Yeah, a- and uh, I I much preferred it on the standard pizza fillings. With this, it it it's just kind of mush with a craggly exterior because of the seasoning. <laughs> I don't know. Like, it's just, it was a contrast that just didn't work and fell flat. Mine wasn't really wet without the tomatoes, but I would describe the inside as like a mush. It, it, the school lunch comparison was pretty apt to it. It, it, it kind of feels like a weird looking paste mm-hmm. that's just thrown in there. Yeah. Uh, I was kind of t- taking a back right away when I picked up out of the box. Like if if it had a it was pretty sturdy and it had like a sandpaper esque outside because you don't really pick up a Dorito with your whole hands like there's no reason to yeah and it, it was a, it was a very strange feeling not it's not that much like the 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 Doritos Locos Tacos it was it felt like gritty like sandpaper this might sound slightly gross for people gonna say it anyway. Okay, let's just say you're eating Cool Ranch Doritos, and let's say you've had a good number of them, and you are not, say, wiping your hand off after each time. Okay, let's say you've eaten, like, your your portioned out one full bowl of Doritos, and you just have Dorito fingers, right? What you get after sitting down and eating, like, a bowl full of Doritos, uh, uh, Cool Ranch Doritos, that is the experience that you get after picking this up one time. That is true. Hands and, covered in yeah. this stuff. <laughs> and if you want to recreate the experience of picking this up without having to buy one, do that exact thing and then go pick up like a piece of like pita. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then it will feel about like that. It's very strange. And make sure you're eating the Doritos like like you said, Ryan, with your whole hand. With your full hands, yeah. With your full and hands. And your palm. Like really palm some of the Doritos. Yes, and not just like two fingers at a time eating them like normally no like grab full fist get it all in there (laughs) make sure you're getting full coverage that's not pleasant (laughs) no that's not pleasant and like when this thing is kind of built off of that like we said a lot of the flavor department is being carried by the exterior 
And the exterior is just kind of a mess. This was a swing and a miss for me. It's one of those things where, like, I saw the headlines a couple weeks ago. Cool Ranch Papadia. And I'm like, okay, that sounds like something that's got to be talked about in this podcast. Yes, 100%. And I had zero idea of what was in it. Because that could mean actually anything. True, true. And then I see it and I'm like, I don't know what that is. Just by the picture. I really didn't know what was in it. Mm -hmm. And then we get it. And that's it's it's pretty disappointing. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm I'm like looking at the three different options now yeah maybe i'm wrong maybe none of these look very appetizing <laughs> i just didn't think that ranch sounded good specifically the ranch which i know didn't end up mattering that much because there's not a lot of ranch on it uh i don't think that sounded as good with the steak or the beef i i, I was conjuring in my head like a chicken bacon ranch but it, it was cool ranch I'm it with you. Like I'm that. with you on the beef, but I, I, but I, I think that that would pair pretty normally with steak. I'd, I'd be curious. Uh, I don't know. You can create your own as well, with a full array of meats and veggies. If you really wanted to do that, mm-hmm. uh, you could put pineapple on this. Would this be better with regular pizza toppings? That's an interesting question. Mm, that's like a, like a little Caesar's menu option. Yeah, I'm not saying this would be pretty <laughs> or like the wisest choice, but better. I think so. I do too. I, I, th- I think so. I think that if you it was just like a pizza, but like the crust was like Doritos infused. Yeah. That might taste fine. I probably wouldn't dip that in this. I think that the ranch is kind of... Un- unsavable. Replace the ranch with marinara. Perfect. I would probably eat that. Because I'm thinking, like, what do any of these toppings inherently have to do with Cool Ranch Doritos? Like, nothing, right? <laughs> That's a great, great question, actually. I I guess these toppings, very vaguely, mind you, are trying to be reminiscent of Mexican cuisine, I think, is supposed to be the idea, <laughs> but like not really. No, and that's kind of a a, a good part of the of the Doritos Locos Tacos is that that item is just the shell, right? You could put that shell in anything, and that by default the taco is just a taco, or it's just normal taco toppings. This creates an interesting thing of like, what what do they what do, what do Papa John's view as the default papadilla? Because I really hope that it isn't this, because that doesn't make any sense. I feel like if it was just the Cool Ranch bread on any of the papadillas, because I'm pretty sure you can do that with like their Parmesan crusted mm-hmm. flatbread and get any of the the normal default filling options with that. Yeah, I think that would have made way more sense than like they're presenting this as this is what the curated, this is what the Cool Ranch papadilla is. Yeah. And it's just kind of a bunch of random stuff. Yeah, I don't know. You know, they, they, yeah, they've got the customizable, create your own. But I have a question for you. How you 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 place this order? Mm-hmm. Yeah. How is that experience transactionally paying for this? What did you think about all that? Oh uh, yeah, that was weird. How much did this cost? So okay, so how much did this cost? These were eight dollars each. Okay. Which I will say, 
I saw a social media post, and I always click in the comments for any ads that I see on social media. Instant mm-hmm. gotta go there. Just weird people in there. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, and people were like, I saw one guy was like, $8 for this? Are you kidding me? Yeah. Uh, this is big. So if you look at this, and we keep talking about these these dang tacos, mm-hmm. this is not taco size. This is this is pretty sizable. No, this is a meal-sized order. Yeah. And so it's not a bad value for $8. I don't... Let me see. I think that's about the same price. It's fifty cents more than a than a normal papadilla. So you're paying fifty cents for the ranch seasoning. Mm. But when I ordered this, I want I want to I want to say this because it's a weird experience I had. Mm. Papa John's it's a pizza place. They sell they sell pizza, so you get pizza delivered. It's pretty normal. Mm-hmm. Go I open I downloaded their app and I placed the order like normal. I did a guest account and. It was kind of strange clicking into like the track my order button and it opened like a website. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's weird. And the website was like, an error has occurred, but here's where your pizza is. And I was like, okay. <laughs> but in kind of faint font right under the Papa John's logo, when you open up their delivery site, it says powered by DoorDash. So a few of these like restaurant specific apps, Taco Bell, McDonald's, or whatever, they, d- yeah. they do do that if you order delivery. I have from seen them. this. Yeah. Yeah. To me, it was weird seeing that from Papa John's, who, I mean, a lot of these did this because of COVID and people were getting, the delivery apps got massive, right? Right. Papa John's was, has been delivering pizzas for 20 years. Yeah, so th- that is why this is weird. It's weird when it's a pizza yeah. app. And I know from, from my friend online, who is a manager at Papa John's in Georgia, mm-hmm. that they still hired delivery people, delivery drivers. Now maybe they have they, they yeah. run out of drivers they don't have enough that's could be anything you know maybe location by location I, I believe these were franchised yeah but I put in the notes I saw the option you know hand off delivery or leave at my door mm-hmm. and you know me I left it at the door I mean I don't want to talk to anybody of course natural I'm sitting there, I'm sitting there waiting for the papadies to come I'm all excited my feet are in the air and I got a phone call that says it's from DoorDash. I was frightened. I will. I will say that scared. That scared me. Who's calling people in 2023? Don't don't call me. Who's calling me? And why is it DoorDash? Because I didn't actually see the powered by DoorDash yeah. until I went in afterwards. Yeah. So I had no idea what was going on. I answered the phone. I was like, "Hello." <laughs> and she seemed just as confused. So when I went to answer the door, I guess like she was with DoorDash, just doing DoorDash deliveries. Uh-huh. And on the and the in her DoorDash app, it said, "Please call before you drop this off." And I was like, that's weird. Yeah. And then and then she even went through the whole process, like they usually take the picture at the doorstep because you have to do that to confirm your DoorDash orders, mm-hmm. which I I never got to see that picture, which I thought was just weird. Like that never went to me. I never got that in any way, so shape, weird. or form. I never I never got a confirmation that it was delivered. It was a very strange experience, but she was pretty nice about it, though very confused. Yeah. It seems like there are some kinks in the, like, powered by DoorDash angle to these delivery apps. You would think that they could sort some of that out. For instance, if you have the DoorDash app installed, why would it not just send you over to that? Seriously. And I've had weird things with the opposite happening, where, like, Jimmy John's will advertise in DoorDash. Mm -hmm. I remember at school last year I did that, and, like, the app, like, broke. (laughs) And it was like, it didn't like send me any notifications about it. It was like, Jimmy John's handling your order now. We have nothing to do with it. <laughs> it was very weird. I also think it was weird when I was placing the order with the cost, that is. The the tip tipping the delivery driver mm-hmm. was not ticked by default. 
And like it was one of those like delivery. You know when you like put, you have, you go to your cart and you hit checkout, right? And it takes you to a button to like confirm all your stuff. Mm-hmm. But like without even scrolling right at the bottom, it just says complete order. It did that, and I had to go out of my way to to, to you know to swipe and scroll in order to see the tipping the delivery option. <laughs> but that was very odd. The the apps are bad for multiple reasons like brokenness jankiness on the user end is one thing also just in general uh how they treat the people that do those deliveries bad Bad. uh what i would say is if you're going to use one of those uh probably tip a pretty healthy amount because yeah those things kind of suck okay speaking of papa john's transactions did you know that the first ever bitcoin <laughs> transaction was made between a guy named laszlo and a guy named jeremy where the swap involved an agreement to trade ten thousand bitcoins for two large papa john's pizzas i'm glad that you mentioned this because i'm going to go to one of my favorite websites currency.world and tell you exactly how much ten thousand bitcoin is today give me one sec i gotta figure out how to use the website uh fifteen dollars that's a little it's a little and- that's a little joke for you, a little Bitcoin. 10,000 Bitcoin? Uh-huh. It's like $4 billion. How many, how many numbers is this? One, three, $275 million. Okay. For two large pizzas. Or two large pizzas. Pretty crazy stuff, dude. I think my favorite part about that is that that's the first ever Bitcoin transaction. And, like, the idea behind Bitcoin is that, like, oh, it's all encrypted, and now your government can't track where you're spending your money, and no one can track where you're spending your money. Uh, and the first thing they decided to do with that was buy two Papa John's pizzas. <laughs> two of them. Well, not from Papa John's. It was a trade from one of them to the other. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> they paid one guy to proxy him two Papa John's pizzas. <laughs> because nobody could be knowing about that. He paid his DoorDash driver. <laughs> Uh, that happened on May 22nd, 2010, and the day is now celebrated annually by Bitcoin enthusiasts as Bitcoin Pizza Day every May 22nd. That's awesome. Are you, are you, how are you somewhere in this year? Um, I don't think I'm, I think I'm going to skip this one for the 13th straight year um, because Dang. because Bitcoin sucks. Last year, I got two Papa pizzas to celebrate <laughs> <laughs> and I ate them alone. <laughs> This year, are you going to get two Cool Ranch Papadillas to celebrate? I would rather... I'd rather die, I'm pretty sure. I think I'd rather die. You should get the steak Cool Ranch Papadilla and the beef Cool Ranch Papadilla to celebrate so that you can get full coverage. Then I, then we could come back and give a proper review, because I think that anything else, anything short of that, would be improper. Do you like Yum, yum Foods brands? Can't say I'm really a fan of any Megacorp, but... I like Taco Bell. I don't agree because here and here's why. My favorite, one of my one of my favorite things, are Doritos. No, I like when the brands use the same, like adjectives. Like I like Flaming Hot, and I think that it's funny that like that starts as like the Cheeto flavor, mm-hmm. but then that becomes kind of like ubiquitous, and now they call it now Yum Brands or Frito Lay call anything like that flaming hot and they put that seasoning on stuff and then they put that in the mountain dew Mm -hmm. i think that's funny Mm. (laughs) sure you got a favorite flaming hot yeah funnions (laughs) they do that Mm -hmm, it's really good did you vote for a picture of the year for wikipedia yet no picture of the year it's may 
Well, yeah, it's picture of the year 2022. They vote. They had to get their submissions. Clock Why did they do in. it in May? Why did they do it back in January? Um, round two begins on May 4th, 2023, and ends on the 18th. So you got time to vote if you want to vote for round two. Um, fun fact: my picture of this frog in 2017 was the winner. Oh, congratulations! I, t- I took that picture. If you want to go peep that one, I took that picture actually. So, where do I view this? Send me a link. Oh, here you go. I don't know why they put somebody else's name and says own work because Renato Augusto (laughs) Martins is what it says. They don't, yeah, they don't own that picture because I took that picture and I was kind of proud of it. So I put it on the tree frog uh, Wikipedia page. Oh. One of these years there was a picture of a pretty horse. Did you see that one? You. Do you, how big do you think the voting community on this is? And do you think that we could go to like, I don't know, Reddit and get a community big enough to like make a picture of Dorito like when? Ryan, they don't like memes on. Not on a meme, Wikipedia. like a really good picture. No, that's like, that's like lull random humor. Mm-hmm. Yes, it is. Um. How is it random? It's tied to this episode of the podcast. I'm looking at all of the possible picture of the years, and these are all, like, beautiful pictures. What if it was a beautiful picture of Dorito? Yeah, but again, that's still going for that, like, random, silly kind of humor. But some of these, like, this is a painting from 1913. How is is this person going to win Wikipedia picture of the year for a painting that they didn't make? Uh, the picture that stands out to me as being the unlikable one is what is this like picture of this sculpture that's like on the ground? Do you see this? This little guy peeking out. Oh, that's not a good picture at all. Yeah, why is this a good picture? Maybe it's maybe it's a rare object. This picture was from twenty twenty. How is it nominated this year? This is one of our stranger podcast segments in which we're describing looking at photos. Whoa! <laughs> so I'm gonna think. Uh, I think I'm gonna circle back from this one and try to get us back in the Papa John's realm. That's that's fair. Because I don't know how well this is translating to audio. I think pretty well, but it's fine. Well, we're just describing photos. Nobody can see them. That's listening. You don't think that we're good enough? descriptors to paint a perfect image in somebody's mind i'm pretty sure that's all we do on this podcast is paint beautiful images <laughs> describing a picture is nothing have you quite literally never heard a picture is worth a thousand words well buddy i hope that we reach a thousand words in this episode so we can properly describe <laughs> For this the po- episode cool for this episode cool ranch papa the, deal looks the, like the pictures we gave like 10 words to what rating are you giving the Cool Ranch Papadia. One pepperoncini out of five. Yeah, one out of five. This thing stunk. Don't get this. Yeah. And it, it's kind of upsetting because so Taco Bell a couple of times has done, you know, they did the Doritos. They put Fritos and stuff. Mm-hmm. And like they put an actual Frito in there. Like, that's kind of epic. Uh, it stinks that this is one of the few times we get one of these collaborations with a, a snack item and a fast food item. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's an absolute stinker. And I hope that they don't. I hope that this is this does well enough. This sells well enough for them to keep making you know attempts like this. But no, this was an absolute flop. 
Scott Finlow, the chief marketing officer at PepsiCo Food Service, issued a statement prior to Uh the release of the Cool Ranch Uh Papadilla. This is is in a response. In which he said, Doritos fans are always looking for unexpected ways to experience the flavors they love. And we are proud to deliver on just that through this collaboration with Papa John's. At PepsiCo, we strive to create unique and delicious culinary offerings that go beyond the bag. And we can't wait to hear how much fans love this twist on the classic Papadilla. This is a massive failure on all fronts. It is. Hey guys, I don't need to go beyond the bag. Because I heard that you just put out tangy ketchup and hot mustard Doritos. And that I, I want to try that. And that's in a bag. That I'm way more excited about than this. Stay in the bag. Stick to the bag. You're a bag-based business. Seriously. And this is disrespectful. To, to you personally. What the, what the hell is wrong with you guys? The tastemakers over at PepsiCo really brought out the worst in me this week. I know. This was one of the most evil episodes of the podcast. <laughs> I don't know how we're going to recover from this. With a good item, I think. I think that we need that we need a vacation from bad items. Yeah. We do one bad item like every 15 episodes. Uh-huh. And it's so physically draining that we have to take a vacation. That's right. We got to go back to basics. I think I think next week is going to need to be a, a classic. No new yeah. menu item next week. No no dice roll. I think we got to go to a scary. classic. Yeah. Nice and simple. And uh I this is just a personal request. I was, uh, I will say this. I was fully in agreement mm-hmm. with reviewing this. It wasn't even a question. You said the words Cool Ranch Papadilla, and I was like, okay, that that's a must review. Mm-hmm. Especially because we both like the Doritos Locos Tacos, and it just, it felt like, okay, we got to review that. My request, no more Papa John's for a while. We've, yeah. We've done 30 some odd episodes of this show, and this is the third time we've done Papa John's. <laughs> they have to be one of my least favorite chains out there. Damn. And wow. I'm saying that knowing full well that we reviewed that Papadilla the first time, and we were pleasantly surprised. I was. I least. liked it. I, I was pleasantly surprised. Yeah, maybe uh, Papa John's break. A tolerance break from Papa John's. Yeah, we're not going to write off pizza entirely, so if at some point we wanted no. to do some of the other chains, that's fine. But Papa John's just, they, they just don't bring it for me. No, this sucked. Yeah. Sorry that we got to end on this note, but this was no good. I'd, I, I would maybe recommend to people to try a different Papadilla flavor that was maybe more in keeping with your tastes and sensibilities so so maybe if you wanted to do a create your own cool ranch papadilla and you just got the toppings that you know that you like maybe that would be better but going with the defaults at least the chicken that was a no-go yeah and now we've reached the end no no ladies and gentlemen it's over the end of the podcast i want to thank everybody for listening this has been another fun and exciting, but dour, episode of the PodFast Foodcast. Thanks, Ryan, for bearing with me this week. Of course, Stephen. I'm, so- I'm sorry for being aggro to kick off this show. No, it was fair, because uh, this, I mean, it was, it was kind of stupid all the way around, this item and the procedure that we wanted reviewing it. Mm-hmm. 
And I take full responsibility. It was nothing personal. I, I know that that might have it might have felt that way. It was nothing personal. I really do just think that the poor quality of what we reviewed brought out the worst in me. I don't think any of that stuff would have mattered, nor would it have come up had we reviewed something that was better. Do you think that this is why Papa John ended up the way that he was? Because he was eating Papa John's all the time? Yes. The food broke him. <laughs> So if we keep reviewing Papa John's, this podcast will become like Apocalypse like Now, the Bench Piero podcast. Basically the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> okay, this is the end of the show. We'll see you guys next week. See ya.